Okay, so in this episode, we're going to talk about what Hitboy and Hitboy and his comments that he made about producers, which is which is weird. I think I would never I get the chance to actually talk about this. So we're going to talk about this, take out some few points, and just see what happens for the most part. I think that's the best to kind of break this down. And so before we get into this... um. People have said, and I'm not entirely sure. I think the Alchemist might have made that Big Sean one. I'm not sure, um, but the Alchemist made a beat, and I think he made it similar to the control verse that Big Sean did for Kendrick Lamar, which Kendrick was calling out artists. So I get it. You know, it's it's a civil rivalry, and it's getting it gets other people's names out there. That's what that control verse did. It got people to listen to J Rock, uh, Drake, J Cole. A little bit and to listen to Kendrick to, to, to determine who was the best in that category which we don't have the answer for but so this is going to be an interesting take from me I think because um, there are a few points in here I agree with a few points that I don't necessarily understand um, and we, we're gonna talk about that um, we're gonna talk about that we're gonna talk about these but it, <laughs> The hip-hop profession, I don't know. Uh, Not the hip-hop profession, but the producer side of it is I don't know much about. And I think, what was it? But I think we will see. I'm not, and this requires some background information because i'm not entirely sure about this i'm not entirely sure and i think this is and we'll, we'll get into it and into some extent i think i'm right but i'm not entirely sure um but, 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 but we're gonna talk about that uh let's see what we're gonna do another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, so let me reword this real quick. So basically, he, Hitboy talks about a lot of situations in this this is this is weird i think this this brings a lot of producers into that control situation that kendrick did with a lot of rappers and it it, it brings up more questions kind of than answers and it's solely because he 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 comes at kanye like a producer and then he comes at mustard as a producer he comes as metro as a producer and i swear he says child's play but i'm not sure he he might have said child's way and i thought it was child's play anyway um but this is the thing it's 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 a weird feeling to talk about this solely because it's it's the way he does it. Okay, so we're going to break this down bit by bit. He says, um, I'm not liked by many. I'm the best student that Kanye had. You know, I'm not. I'm the best student that Kanye had. And not everyone believed, you know. And he's not going this back and forward. <laughs> and it's it's almost, it's, it's, it's weird, right? Because Kanye, 
roughly producing producer wise he's not had that many um students to to teach producing to he he just hasn't um compared to like dr dre you know or a dj Khaled, where they've had artists that they you know have taught to produce music and kanye really hasn't so that um, the best student that kanye ever had production wise and to put stuff together it, it, it's it's noticeable and then he says that people were worried about his style but they can't because he released two albums um thought he was losing it so he released two albums which this is the thing and and so this is roughly my situation hip boy dropped what was it was it heroes and villains and then the two an album two albums by nas right so we were are you king's disease is it three and four or is it two and three anyway king his king disease run with nas has won him a grammy so we will say that those were his hits and he hasn't lost touch it also tweaked nas way of picking beats to make a nas album more like more cohesive over sound where that beat travels all the way through which is great i without a doubt i love the way that that builds itself up um and so for that extended alone he's calling out a lot of producers and when he calls out a lot of producers he says i used to be homeboys which is which is an infamous line he says i'm all i used to always be homeboys which is an infamous line because kendrick's revolt kendrick's control verse goes i use i'm usually hero i'm usually homeboys with the guys i'm i'm about to you know about to uh put a spotlight out in the song and it's it's it, so i understand when people are saying this reminds me of a kendrick's kind of a kendrick's verse on that control verse which is which is weird but it, it, it's definitely ups it's definitely it's definitely a song that i think if we listen to a nas beat it is something that we love about nas it is definitely something that you know that not too many people that say they can that many people can say that they did it right with especially with like nas it, it, it's 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 great but it, to learn your skills from kanye and he says i'm not going back and forth like martin pam which is a great line to me because it, it 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 you know it ties in with the culture a little bit because it, it ties because I've never I haven't heard a Martin and Pam line from Martin in a while. So to hear it, it it's great. But to hear that Alchemist beat, it makes me wonder if the Alchemist created that Big Sean and Kendrick control verse. Because if it did, that's great. And Alchemist is a great at what he does, which just it's, he's not given that light. And we could talk about that for a whole nother conversation all another day. Um, he says it, it, it it's weird. He said they'll stab you in your back. <laughs> um. And they will put you have jewelry in your hearse, and they'll rob you for they'll rob you in the hearse. Which that's that's what we're realizing, and we're realizing now with like situations like King Von, Young Dolph. We we realized with situations like that, Pow Smoke for that example. We've PND Rock. We've realized that there are a lot of people that were close with them people that put them in terrible situations that they got ended up being dying for, which we could argue is a weird thing, and it shouldn't happen, but it does happen. So, what is the, uh, the next thing is, I've never heard a Metro, I've never, I've never heard Metro with a boom bat, which is, which is weird, because I think, I think when most people think about Metro boom, or Metro, you know, they think of his, um, more of his club mixes, where they don't have, like, a boom and a bat, they're just, <laughs> they don't have, like, that traditional 808 sound to it, but I, 
I, I don't, and I say this because I don't think an 808 has affected um, Metro's creative style and being caught out there. He says, can, he says, I know Metro can do that ratchet, you know, that, um, that gangster rap or kind of like that hip hop. But can can he chop a soul song up? Which is which is weird. I, I think that's true because if Mustard's Roddy Rich song Ballin' did amazing numbers, but can he do it chop? Can he do a chopped and screwed like that? Like can he do a chopped soul? Like can he do that? Because that'd be amazing. Like he's given him his credit that he can do. You know that must DJ Mustard can do what he do. But can he do like a Bryson Tiller song and cut that soul? You know, cut the soul song up right? Like that's crazy. And that'd be fun. Like a, a Mustard produced song that's in the R and B. He says, um, I saw the guy's conversation about. Um, and Hitmaker and Hitboy, I normally get these names mixed up, and and so Hitmaker and Hitboy, right? So he's saying, I'll take the hit out of his name and show him, you know, show him basically what I can do, which which is funny to me because, and, and Hitmaker makes this point, but it's he says that I'm on the air more. I'm getting more commercial plays, which is a weird take, I think, to take in 2023. That's a weird take, and that's... Solely because, and, and we've had this conversation. I've had this conversation with a lot of people. And we'll, we'll kind of debate this here, right here. Kind of debate, kind of debate this part. And I don't know that debating this part is even worth debating. But I'm not cutting this. I'm going to debate this part. Um, the part is basically, um, do people even listen to the radio anymore? Like, I think besides, was it the Steve Hart? What is it, Steve? You know, like if you if you you know like prank TV shows or, um, um. Uh, D.F. Uli, I think that's the same. I mix. If I mix that up, I'm extremely sorry. If I messed the name, I'm sorry because I know I messed it up. But he was just saying that you know there are certain situations where, and and we could argue that with Spotify and everything being digital, there aren't many people that listen to the radio anymore because they're Bluetooth in their phone or Apple CarPlay in their phone and listen to their own music and not discovering new music on the radio. So that stance of well, my song's on a radio. Does that make it any difference? And I mean, we could argue that, you know, Sway is a radio show. Um, 10, was it? Hot 10 something is a radio station. We can argue that Flex is a radio station and that they make their money off of stuff that isn't streamed, right? But it's. And and occasionally the LA leakers, when they drop like a freestyle, when an artist that somebody's been waiting for, that's, you know. Is it really worth it when people themselves, and, and this could be argued that, and I, and I don't think I'd ever take this side if you had asked me on another conversation, but this conversation is, is radio play even important anymore as a craft? Like, does it matter if your song's being played on the radio? Uh, because if it is, you know, that's cool, and you could say that that's how people discover songs and then they get it on Spotify. But then we argue, what about people that find it on TikTok or Instagram or got any other social media? Like, how do we argue that, you know, it's beneficial to listen to the radio when a lot of people don't listen to the radio? For me, personally, I don't really listen to the radio. I give, like, the radio, like, an hour listen a week. But it's, what do I listen to when I'm stuck in my own head listening to music? I'm mostly playing my own music and repeat because I have, like, what, 300 songs on my phone? 300? YouTube? I'm not huge on that radio unless I'm listening to, like, a prank phone call or something, right? So, the question is, he gets more radio plays. You know, I get more radio plays. That's all I'm saying is, 
is a weird argument that I, I've heard people make before, but this is the thing. Is radio plays as important as it once was? Um, because, for example, for him saying that he gets radio plays, if it, if it was a Keisha Cole's... Uh, if it was a Keisha Cole song, yeah, they get Mary J. Blige songs and it plays no matter what, right? Um, in the early 2000s. But it, I don't know if the radio is as important. And I think that would be the question to answer this question. He says, I get more radio plays. That's all I'm saying. And Hip was saying, well, I don't, you know, club plays versus radio plays or streams versus radio plays doesn't really matter. It just we would have to argue what equates to what does music plays equate to a certain amount of downloads if it does okay but then what does streaming equate to and that's that's i'm i'm, I'm so interested in what equates to what i it really am um because that's that's a whole conversation in itself but he says they'll rob you for they'll rob you for your publishing and build a million right which is which is a weird thing because i think rip ross established it I'm not happy with established it that they in many of these contracts they sign with labels, they get no publishing. So they have to make it up with co writing songs for other people to get publishing rights and stuff like this. Cause they in their deals they I don't know. Like I, I think this this is another topic where we talk about producers or anything where we talk about in a weird way we talk about before you sign these deals, get them run over by legal contracts and know what you want. Because I don't understand how Michael Jackson apparently produces as well. So DJ Khaled's probably contract with uh, YMCM. He was probably terrible, but you know he was able to get out of that contract. I'm not sure about other producers in this current age that you would sign a deal that takes away your publishing, but you can do any beat you want to make. That's fine. But if you don't own the publishing to these beats and they own it for a certain amount of time, why are we still doing that? Why are we still giving to receive an advance that you're going to have to pay back anyway? I, that brings up a whole other conversation that I would love to bring up because I, I just have questions about that. Kind of, I just have questions about it because I don't understand at what point do we go, yeah, we you know, we want to make music, we want to get famous, but is it worth our publishing rights? Our record rights? Is it is it is it worth is it worth losing our masters um until we pay them off? Like is it worth it? And I don't know publishing. So a lot of people that and that's what J. Cole was saying when he said, um, if you keep going on track, that's how you make your money. You don't make it from releasing songs and publishing. So, you know, that's how you pay back advances and that's but that's I don't know. It's a weird thing. I didn't realize producers um, signed publishing deals. And I don't know why. I don't know why that just came up. I didn't realize they signed publishing deals. I mean, says he built a million and came out. You know, he came out of the situations and made it a dream, which that's true. He made it a dream. He's done what a lot of producers want to do. Sign. He's been able to make money and make albums with artists that he loves, and that's that's all I can say. And and this is the thing. He's and this is the this is the thing. And I wanted to add this to this because this it was an article that came out what a couple days after Hitboy released this song or it was or the snippet was released. It said, it said that Hitboy Hitboy um, Metro Boom signed his he he sold his uh, he sold some of his collection that had had Drake probably had some future in there too. He sold some of his catalog for seventy million dollars. But I'm, I'm just trying to figure out, over long term, how do we determine who's a great producer? Because we have producers like DJ Khaled that have co-producers and stuff like that that work with him to make beats. Um, but then you have like the producers like Timbaland, Trace, uh, 
Swiss beats, really. I mean, it's, it's just how do we determine who's the best producer at this time would be the question. I don't know if we would ever get an answer to it because that answer is too vague, right? Because you would have to you'd have to find three categories, three or four categories. Each artist would have each producer would have to make four different four different beats for each category, and then we determine which one gets more plays. But I don't think they overlap anywhere. Like I would, seriously, I would love to hear like a like a chop and screwed version, like a like a chop and soul version, like a, a, a not mustard. Uh, yeah, man, DJ. I'm trying to remember if this is the same. Is it? I think there might be two DJ Musters. One DJ Muster that worked on the uh, that that kind of that Little Wayne always gets to produce. That'd be my question. Who makes the mixtapes? And I think the mixtapes would be the the, the thing. Like, can he do a mixtape, or can he do a production of a mixtape? Um. Because who was who was it? Who was it? Who was the producers? Who was the producers? Who was the producer? Like they were great, but I just don't. Because uh, for some reason, I I think it is not. Is it not DJ Mustard? I'm trying to figure it out. Yeah, I know Street Runner is one of Little Wayne's producers, but I'm just trying to figure out because he has what in total what 26 produced albums. And so I'm trying to figure out who executive produced these albums or these mixtapes. Um, but I don't, I don't, for for reference, I don't know. Is it DJ Mustard that did it? Um, but I'm not entirely sure who produced them. I think that'd be a question. And then for, to rate Little Wayne's albums would be great. Um, but I don't, I don't know who the producer is. Like I don't know. Um, don't know who I don't know who to produce like for some reason I don't know who the producer in, the, in my mind besides the original street runner that does normal little Wayne's work in general I don't know who the producer was is it not DJ Mustard? I don't know who is it not DJ Mustard I don't know who it was um you know it's a famous producer I don't know who the producer I, I have no idea who the producer is when I find a producer, I'll get right back to it. But overall, like I don't know if the producing makes a difference. Um, but you know, that's that, as I said, these are conversations we should be having. But I don't know if it has who the producer. Like I have a lot of I have a lot of little Wayne's mixtapes, but I'm not sure if it says who the producer is. So we'll see. But you know, it's it's. But the question is, who's a better producer? And does Hit Boy? He did the control verse the way he should have done it, but I think there should have been more shots thrown. And as as Kendrick did, he gave he gave some positives and he gave some critiques, which I think he would have done great if he had done it that way. He just didn't do it that way, and it came off as more of a hey. I understand you're an artist and a producer, but stick to producing. You know that's what people were saying, and I don't know. I mean, it came out nice. It just wasn't competitive like the Kendrick controls verse was. So you know we have to argue with that situation.